So it's Samara here from Youth Speak, and we are here with another episode of the Speak Real podcast. And today I'm really excited because I am here with a special guest. His name is Sean Avery, and we will be talking about just some of the struggles that he's overcome through his life. And um, we believe that storytelling is one of the best ways to empower our youth. So we'll be continuing to do that every week in our podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, yeah, I've been with the Youth Speak for eight years now. I uh, love every moment of it and uh, hope everybody gets a little something about uh, from my story and my own personal experiences. Wow, that's that's really cool. I you have been with Youth Speak, I think, the longest time that I've known, at least a speaker. And how is your how has your experience been throughout? Uh really good. Um like most people have found myself, you know, starting out, you know, really shy, uh, really nervous, and because I just think public speaking is like what's well, still the number one fear for most people at, out there and uh, when I first found out about youth speak and once told about that uh, it was public speaking I was like you know give it a try and see what happens. I think that public speaking is just such a terrifying thing when you start and uh, just to give a background about Youth Speak, uh, we just uh, we have different speakers that are, of course, in youth, and they share their stories and struggles through mental health. It could be uh, various topics like bullying and uh, anxiety, depression. So uh, it's just to give youth that platform to empower their voices. So I want to just uh, kind of get into the into your story and before I do I want to ask you that if there is one word that you aspire to be what would that be? So the one word that I inspire to be is an advocate for uh, other people. That's awesome. I think that advocacy I think you're already doing that too. It's like your story is very empowering and advocacy. I love that. I love how uh, it just kind of encapsulates what we are doing as well. Mm -hmm. So now I want to kind of know a bit more about your story and just some of the experiences that you had growing up. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm an individual who lives with Asperger's syndrome, so that's high-functioning autism. Um, I've struggled, uh, still do struggle with anxiety and yeah, time depression here and there is because of the amount of times I was being bullied as a kid. And growing up, you know, <clears throat> I can say that school at first wasn't really the best experience for me. As it felt like I just came off a huge roller coaster ride of mixed emotions from hiding my feelings from my friends, my teachers, and even my own family. So now that I'm a little older, I feel like now's the time to share you know, everybody my, my own personal story of how I was able to overcome those negative experiences and turn them more into positive ones. 
Wow, and I'm, I'm so grateful that you here, you're here doing that and being able to take something that was probably so difficult growing up. For those of us that maybe aren't too familiar with just Asperger's syndrome and just what was it like for you growing up with it? So just with the Asperger's in general? Yeah, so in school, how did it affect you differently from maybe other kids? So how it affected me from other different kids, um, I noticed that my social skills weren't the greatest at first. Um, a little bit too, uh, it really affected certain fine motor skills that I still struggle with, like one of them being being able to write my own name, being an example, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I would talk about a similar subject that I'd be really interested in, like for me personally, and still is today, is uh, dinosaurs. So, you know, the Jurassic Park or the Jurassic World movies, right? Yes, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Jurassic Park, I'm sorry, you threw me completely off because <laughs> I love those movies too. <laughs> Even like, I feel like high school and middle school, just growing up, it's already so difficult because you have mm -hmm. to face so many of these social challenges. Um. So having Asperger's on top of that is, I can understand just how this how much of a struggle it was and what were you so what are some of these struggles that you faced during your high school you mentioned that you faced instances of bullying and mental health issues yeah so i'm actually gonna take you back a little bit so this was just years before um i found out about asperger's when i was uh 11 months old actually i've had my first experience with anxiety believe it or not and it was to thunderstorms and what i would do in a reaction i would roll up in a fetal position movement i would break out in hives rashes and even make myself uh, vomit a lot but uh you know thankfully with some mindfulness skills, breathing exercises, with the help of uh, my parents, I can say that fear of thunderstorms is long gone. Wow, that's incredible. I, it, to think that at 11 months that someone can experience anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, nowadays, anxiety is talked about when you're older, at least in high school but nobody really talks about that an 11 month old child can have it. And I think what's really interesting is also the fact that when you had it, it wasn't just, uh, you know, that you were scared of thunderstorms, but you would have these physical reactions with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. like the interesting uh, fact too, is uh, this is when I, uh, before I found out about my diagnosis of Asperger's, um, a lot of it too uh, had to do with certain sensory issues like loud noises, uh, constant flashing uh, lights, I think is another one as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the sensory issues really heightened those experiences for you. Mm -hmm. So it is very biological and it's something that 
other people, it's harder for them to understand because they might not be as sensitive to light and the sounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, so how do you, how did you overcome some of these issues? I know that you mentioned with the bullying in high school, how did it feel during those times? And what are some things that you did to help you? Um, so more of the negative mental health uh, route, I just avoided everybody. Um, I was going through um, some depression, to feel a little sad, alone, had that feeling of nobody to really talk to <laughs> and nobody to really understand what I was going through. So I had this little uh, voice in my head saying it was in grade 10, uh, actually to the point where I nearly wanted to drop out of high school. Um, it was, uh, I had this little uh, voice in my head actually that said, Sean, you need to go get help. So I took uh, that advice and showed my teacher at that time. <clears throat> and after that, I felt the talking to my teacher, going to the vice principal's office, told them about my issues and all that stuff. I felt a whole lot better knowing that, uh, you know, I, I no longer, and really took that as a huge encouragement saying that, you know, I'm no longer afraid and I have a voice and I'm not afraid to use it. Yeah, that's so inspiring. And you you opened up to your teacher and that's something that I guess in high school, teachers aren't really the people we go to talk to. We always think that there are these, uh, I guess, authority figures. Mm -hmm. Where, uh, you know, not only high school, but you know, I guess the same thing with uh, public school when you're going through grade seven and eight, I think, as well, too. You, know, you, you look at the teacher, your teachers, and, uh, you, and you got that one student who's kind of misbehaving a little bit, kind of being like, okay, who are you to tell me what to do sort of deal, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, a lot of these teachers, you know, they have their own kids, their parents themselves as well, too. And they might even are or even are going through similar issues that the students uh, are going through, kind of sharing their own personal experiences through that way as well. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you mentioned that they themselves are parents. Mm -hmm. And I think that we often forget that teachers have a life outside of the school. Mm -hmm. So they actually do have that understanding so many of the times. So what is one of the best pieces of advice that you have received just from someone in your life? Uh, one of the best pieces of advice that I received was um, <clears throat> don't be afraid of who you are um, except uh, what you live with and also the be an inspiration to others acceptance that's a that's a message that I have gotten really strongly from your story as well and I think this is something that a lot of youth in high school middle school growing up they experience this idea that um, fitting in 
the need to fit in. Mm -hmm. And when they can't, it creates such a negative experience for us. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a really good thing, just self-acceptance as well. And if you could go back in time, what message would you share with other people? Maybe some people that are going through the same struggles as you had gone through. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, that uh, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. That that message really does. It it's such a simple message but it does mean so many different things because uh, when I was younger, for example, I know that asking for help, uh, you're taught it, but it's harder to go and ask for help because Mm -hmm. you feel very intimidated and you feel like nobody else is going to understand what you're going through. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. So, also, for why do you think it's so important for people to, I guess, speak about mental health when they're younger and just for youth mental health? I think it's pretty important because you, you hear about it a lot, whether it be on the media or whatever, that you know, people are generally are afraid to talk about it, right? But um, I, I do a lot of the Bell Let's Talk uh, mental health uh, week I believe mm-hmm. and uh, even uh, shared my whole story on Facebook um, uh, one year and even from like three or four of my friends or even peers that even my mom works with uh, on Facebook even they started uh, just from reading my own story even they started they started to share their own personal experiences and they messaged me saying you made me feel a whole lot better, share about my own experiences of anxiety. That's so heartwarming. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's really great. It's that positive ripple effect that we can create in the world where by sharing our stories, hoping that someone else is able to have the courage to speak up, uh, it is really inspiring. Mm-hmm. And these feelings of anxiety that you felt growing up, mm-hmm. um, how did you kind of overcome those feelings specifically? So it's actually it's still still helping now. Uh, I am a, a runner and I feel like, you know, going out for a, a run really helps me out, get some fresh air in, uh, even um, go out, join a few people uh, are doing the same thing as well mm-hmm. yeah awesome thanks so much for sharing that and um who has been one of your biggest supporters just through your whole journey um my mom um definitely uh, helped me out whether it be like you know helping me trying to uh, figure out you know, my own independent living um, to <clears throat> some of you to come and really talk to whenever I'm feeling down as well. Uh, you know, small things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really great, Sean. And thank you for sharing your incredible journey with us and just some of those challenges and how you face them. 
Uh, I know that I have been really inspired by your story as well. And also, I want to ask you one last question, which is if you could describe yourself in one word that you are, what would it be? Kind of taken uh, from what I said uh, before about being an advocate, also um, being a leader for those who live with Asperger's, live with autism, or even an intellectual disability. That's amazing. Thank you. I, um, that's a very strong and powerful word. And it's, uh, I, having leaders to look up to and role models are so important. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, Sean, on our episode of Speak Real Podcast. And thank you everyone for joining us as well and tuning in. Uh, we will be here at the same place, same time on Thursdays. And if you want to hear more stories from our youth speakers, uh, click subscribe, like, or follow us on our journey. And you can also donate to youthspeak.ca. So if you want to help support our Youth by Youth projects, you can find out more information there and just help support youth mental health awareness.